Welcome back to Movie Trailers Podcast. Your host Chris here with Ro and Deepam, and Brandon might hop on a little bit later. Uh, we are here to do a review for The Suicide Squad. Uh, this is directed by uh, James Gunn, and it is not a reboot, more of a soft relaunch of The Suicide Squad here. Not a big ask. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's jump right into this. Uh, what do you guys think? I appreciated everything about this completely violent, ridiculous film. I liked it. I didn't think I would, but I did. See, I had the opposite. I thought I would like it. And I'm very mad. Oh. I really want you to know why you didn't like this film. I actually think your standards are ridiculous high at this point. But I need, I, I, need, I, need, I need to hear why. I need to hear why. I don't ever want you to lower your standards. Maybe it's because I came into this with zero standards. And I look from look, and, and this has been well documented on the podcast. I have not watched a DC film since Justice League. I wasted my wife's morning that day. I apologized profusely. And I said, I'll never do that to you again. And as a man, I haven't done it since. There are a lot of positive things about this movie from people that I trust. And what it turned out to me was, man, I love James Gunn movies when he's got one editor. Just one editor. One person to say, is that too many hats on a hat? Does this plot make sense? Oh, well, those are the questions you went into Suicide Squad with. I'm now understanding where this is going. But please continue. Because when people were saying, oh, it's really the squad. It captures Ostrander. And this is from someone who holds the John Ostrander run in very high regard. That oh. wasn't that. No. Yeah. No, that's, so that, no. and that's my thing. And, that's, and maybe that's me. Maybe that's the weight of expectation. But I was sold a thing. And I was shown a different thing. And the different thing is fine. And it's good. And I feel like it's a bunch of action set pieces that are kind of disjointed and don't really hold together that well. But independent of my anticipation of something different, it's a, it's a it's a fine movie. I'll probably watch it again eventually. Um, nothing. The, the it felt like we. It felt like a beginning of something. Maybe, maybe that's fair. Am I being unfair? Am I being? Am yes. I the, am yeah, I the I'm, wrong guy? I'll be I'm, the wrong. I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, you're the wrong guy here. I'm, okay, that's fine. I'm gonna, I'll be yeah, the wrong I'm, guy. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest here. Yeah, no, this good movie is fucking great. This is the best yeah. DC film they've ever fucking done, and it's not just a DC film. This is a great film. Um, I hear what you're saying. That I don't know who told you and sold you this with a like. I don't know who sold you, John Ostrander. John Ostrander was thrown around in interviews. Oh no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. John Ostrander's in the film. That's why. I'm sorry. But yeah, he's, he, he, yeah. he's casting, he's casting the film. Soldier, and you say Edward Breaker? Yes, Edward Breaker's in the film, but that's not why you said his name. Okay, well, but no. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, you, were, okay. you, were, you were grossly and abjectly lied to, and yeah. I understand yeah. your bitter anger and resentment. Because well, so that's, also why I didn't, that's also why I didn't consume a lot of stuff before coming into this film anyway. So I kind of, and maybe that's just... Maybe that's yeah. an argument I should have I consumed more, because I just caught certain keywords. Maybe. I mean, look... I don't ever, I never expect anybody to give me um, the real supervillain team 
super suicide squad. We're just not going to get it. We're not. Um, and you're not incorrect when you say that these are a bunch of set pieces that got moved around next to each other, because that's exactly what they did. I wanted to know if they would be able to come together and fix what should be their proper ensemble film. And they did. So I had a extremely low bar. And for the bar that I was looking to see if they could leap, they did. Plus, it was funny. And someone remembered that Harley Quinn wasn't just a doll. So that made me happy, too. Um, they, they spent... This is what you get when you spend at least two minutes on giving a crap about the people who you put in the movie as the characters. So all of that kind of worked. And I didn't expect anything more for that. And I think that's maybe why I could just put everything else to the side and just let this be a ridiculously violent, over-the-top, obnoxious, fun, good time that might be the best use of I'm a gigolo in a movie. Yes, that's fair. In a really long time. And I, I didn't... Back on that at all. Yeah, I did. I mean, I think I, I came into this from a different place, but I would like to hear more about what Chris thinks because I'm totally sure that now that I've ranted, I cut him off and I apologize. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. This film is great. I, it's a bunch of characters nobody gives a shit about. I mean, I don't I, like. I don't like. I I I get it. I get it. I get it. I really do. I understand. We've been burned and hurt by DC before. I get it. I totally do. Nobody gives a shit about Bloodsport. It's true. Nobody gives a shit about Rick Flag. Accurate. Accurate. Very accurate. I mean, people do give a shit about Harley Quinn, so I'm not going to do that. They absolutely do give a shit about that, and they do a great. They do her way better in this film than they did in the first film. They try to do, which is why this is a good soft reboot. Like this is a film, the first film they should have made, and it's it's very clear oh. to me. And on a lot of points in this film, um, I, I know there's there's a lot of talk about whether this was a reboot and whether it's a remake or how they're doing it because they're using a lot of the same characters. It's very clear to me. This was an example of a soft reboot and how you can kind of clean the slate and leave the characters you want to leave. Um, and wipe some of the other shit off the map, and that's kind of what they did. It's impressive that they pulled it off midstream, right? And and, this, and, and, and that's what. And, well, hold on, let me finish. And and that's what I'm saying. It's like there's not like what Fox did with the X Men films, where they're like, well, "Is this a reboot or remake?" And didn't know what they were going to do until later on. It's very clear that you you find out upfront. No, no, no. We're wiping some of the slate clean here, you know, and and starting kind of starting kind of a new. Um, yes, there are going to be some carryover some of the characters, but like. We, we're going in a different direction. And they make it very clear. They, they state that very clearly uh, with what they do very opening the film in some ways. Because um, a lot of people fucking die early on. Yes. Um, and, that's what, and that's what I'm here for. Like, I, I, I hear what you guys are saying about like, the real suicide. I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. I don't give a shit about the Suicide Squad either. I don't. I understand there's some great runs. We've covered the Suicide Squad. You're not gonna put that in. A, you're not gonna put that in a film. You're not gonna get that. You're, I mean, you need you need you need you, know a, you need a more you need a more established DC universe to make that work. You you just do, and they don't have that. I, so I interrupt. You're a hundred percent right, and, and that's I, what I'm it, saying. I, I, I'm not. I couldn't agree more with you. Like hearing hearing the points you're making, it's it's a it's a fun movie. It's right. an exciting movie. It shoots Pete Davidson in the fucking face. So that's always a big plus. It's like um, Mr. Smith. That movie with Devin Costner where they slit Dan Cook's throat. And I'm like, well, this movie's incredible. I gotta watch Dan Cook get his throat slit. Well, it's everything. It, it, it plays on what James Gunn does best. It mm -hmm. also does... Here's the funny thing about it. 
it takes a lot of the the beats that the first Suicide Squad movie was trying to do but couldn't do. And I know David Ayer's going, well, I need the Ayer's cutting oh. all this other bullshit, right? Fuck that. Whatever. Okay, I don't. You weren't going to hit it, right? There's stuff here with Rick Flag. I mean, I know it was Rick Flag with um with Bloodsport and his daughter that they were trying to do with um Deadshot and his daughter. Right. They. I mean, they were trying to do that. Also, I appreciate the fact that hey, you know what, guys? Amanda Waller's a fucking villain. Can we stop mm-hmm. trying to sit the fence here? She's a goddamn villain. All right. But see, as much as David Ayers may like to bitch and moan and whine and complain, his movie didn't work because he was the director. So I don't care if you want to say the cut we got. What? No, I'm, I'm agreeing. Hey, oh, there, I was like, there it is. What I mean, you, about it? I'm like, no shade. I'm, I'm sorry. He's not going to be able to put this down to the edit you saw wasn't my edit. That's trash. I mean, they had only to work with the footage you gave them, and that's what you shot. And, but, I, I, I didn't come into this movie confused whether it was a reboot or a spinoff. I'm like, oh, okay, it's Suicide Squad. Y'all gonna kill a bunch of people and put some new people in spots because the first people who you put out the gate didn't work. Cool. Or, you know, you, you put it out here saying if you do this, you get time off your sentence. No one said you get to stay on the squad. So I really like the fact that they didn't even try to make any of that make sense. I'm like, they didn't try to do what you so aptly call the X-Band two-step. Or even the Suicide One shit. It's like, no need to try to explain shit. Don't hold my hand. Jump right, right. into this shit and get right in, get get the shit going. You, you, you know call, what you're you here for. You pulled Miss Baller out in her 1990s Dillard suit, and you had her do what she do. Evil. She... Right. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, this is what I expect. Uh, this is exactly what I expected from this film and and more. Uh, it was very entertaining. I think I said the it puts the characters that they clearly want to kind of move forward with in the forefront. You get more of them. Um, it had some it actually had some heartwarming moments. <laughs> um, and it's also ridiculous over the top. It's it's we funny. We haven't said the one thing it has that any of the no other movies had so far. What? King Shark. Well, there's that too. Who's voiced yes. by Sylvester, uh, Sylvester Stallone, which I I didn't know because I didn't consume a lot of stuff before this. So, but then as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, you know what? That makes sense because he really is, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the mobile mouth. It just, it just yeah. made so No, much when sense. he was like, hand, I'm yeah. like, that's Sly Stallone. Yeah. And I'm mad <laughs> that I am wearing, not. Gonna... <laughs> that's just him wearing a mic around for a couple days. <laughs> Right. That's not even. That's not right. Even right. He's like, I'm in a movie. I'm in a movie. It's a suicide And is now like right. a. He is DC's group, and that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. But like, and, and again, I mean, well, so and this is what I'm saying. This and this is why, to me, this is this is just like there with, you know. What 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 James Gunn did with Guardians, right? A bunch of characters nobody gives a shit about, and you make them, you make you 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 care about them, you know? You actually care. You're like, God damn it, I actually care. If this motherfucker's live. Damn it, you made me actually, huh? Okay, cool. You know the they fight were, scenes, and then he killed. Them. Yeah, and then he killed. Well, some of yes. them, yes, he killed some and of them. As, yeah, but as like, you do. right? You know, but. You know, uh, the fight scenes, better. The fact that you can see oh most of this fucking film, unlike the first Suicide Squad, or, you know, you can see... Every Wonder- other DC movie. Exactly. You know, you could see mm-hmm. the shit that happened in Wonder Woman 1984, but the fight scenes were terrible, right? It's like, when it started raining, I got so angry, reflectively, but then it <laughs> didn't get dark, and I was like, oh, okay. But, so that's my, but that's my thing. Again, it rained in the first film, right? And it was so dark, you couldn't see shit. It's like... It's like he made he purposely did things that David Ayers tried to do in his film that didn't work. He says, 
Well, see, all you had to do was just turn that contrast up a little bit in terms of color and turn the lights oh, on, actually. And there all was so much work. fuck you about yeah. the DC universe has to be dark or blue scale mm-hmm. in this movie that I just you started have a, giggling. Yeah, yeah polka dot man. Long. I mean, it's literally polka dots. I mean, come on. Like, it's... it's Did you read the story about him? No. The don't. actor? No. No. He has vitiligo, and so he has these little white dots all over his body. So he took the role, like, Gunn didn't know that when he asked him to do it, but he was like, this is super empowering for me. Well, look at this. I was like, oh, shit, like, oh, I have no idea. Look at this, James. Well, now I'm glad they let him, this is spoiler? No. Okay, well, now I'm glad that he got to go out the way he goes out. Like, as, like, the character, I'm glad they played it the way that they did, because I had questions about, like, how they introduced him. I ended up liking him by the end, but now I'm glad they Mm -hmm. played it the way they did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I again. This is where I'm at with this film. It's like, so, I, I just I get it, right? This, no, you said the things that are right, and I'm wrong. And I'll say this: it does feel like Guardians One. The problem is, Guardians One didn't feel like the cornerstone of the universe. No, and you're and you're and right. That's right. my problem. No, and you're right. You're you're right. Yeah. And, and again, this is why. But I, I felt yeah, like uh, it had enough of what I liked about Shazam to where I'm willing to think maybe this will hold together better. No, absolutely. I, I no. So again, I think the the biggest the, what we want from you know a long term Suicide Squad project it does require having a DC universe because you got to establish like. You know, when you have a metas, when you have a bunch of metas and a bunch of uh, criminals on a on a suicide squad task force X, and and Amanda Waller there, you kind of need a bunch of metas to kind of like have them go after things like that. You don't have that right now. Like, what is the DC universe right now? What is mm-hmm. you know what's an elsewhere? What's not? Like nobody knows. And and so yes, that to me is still a larger outside problem. That honestly, at this point, I'm treating DC films like they're comics, one offs. Until you can prove something else to me, I got to judge you on your own. I can't judge you for, you know, uh, I can't even judge you for your sequel, right? Like, I don't know what Sazam 2 is going to do because, fuck it, they taken 10 years in between films. I know I'm joking, but, like, you get what I'm saying, right? So, I mean, I, I don't fair. know. Right, and, and so I don't Honors. know. I, I, we, I don't know what they're doing. And so I, you know, I want to be excited to see what they do. I, I, I did see a lot of... um. I know there's a lot of talk about the box office stuff. I I don't think anybody cares because when you put your movie on HBO Max for free, you're not talking about box office numbers, guys. Like nobody's no at this point they can't care, right? So well, maybe they do care, but like that's just that you can't talk back box office numbers for that. That's dumb. I'm not going to do it. But I know that they did come out and say that they're interested in having Gun uh, do more stuff for them. Which do it. And matter of fact, because you already brought him in the movie too. You know, not really a spoiler because I'm not saying who he plays, but Taika Waititi's in this film too. So it's like, pick him up too, guys. Shit. No, Marvel's not signing people to exclusive contracts. Get the, get, go to your rival and get some of the directors to direct some of your fucking films. I love that that headline's out there. We've also proven that Warner Brothers will lie to you to win a headline. So... They say, "Oh, we'd love for him to do more." Oh, no, the availability. No. If the rumors are true, or he's been tabbed to, to, to head up Marvel Cosmic. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm not saying I don't believe it until I see it from them. But I will say it's 
that's a good fucking idea. You better do it, right? Oh, it's, it's a very good idea. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very idea good idea. It's a, it's, may or yeah. may not do. Right. It's a very <laughs> good idea. You should fucking do it. But again, because it's a good idea, they're either no, not no, going to no, do it, no, or, no, or, or, or like you said, you know, they're going to wait too long, and next thing you know, Marvel's going to be like, oh, no, this is... <laughs> we're nipping this shit in the bud right now. We're going to sign you to this because of contract to do our Marvel uh, Cinematic uh, our the price, Universe. The price just went up. Right, exactly. So, they'll like... Exactly. So, so I, I, I don't know, but I, I will say that, that that would be smart. Um, I also think it's smart to continue on the path of trying to, um, and, and Demo, you and I talked about this when we were doing the mailbag. It's like you get actors that fully commit. Mm-hmm. You know, like Margot Robbie has fully committed to being Harley Quinn. Like, stick stick to it. Give her whatever she needs. And and you keep going with that, right? It's like you get a bunch of actors that that fully commit, that like doing the job, that like doing the work. Uh, Idris Elba was really good as Bloodsport. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed uh, him as that. If you can keep him on and keep him coming through these stuff, let's do it. You know, um, you know, I I I like the the cast here, even the ones that were expendable. Like everybody had great moments, uh, even if they were on there for short periods of time. Uh, you know, it, it played all into it. I really, uh, I really like how they did all that stuff. I mean, it, it's it, I, you're 100 right. The, the high concepts in such a non clunky way, like especially compared to other iterations of the same property. Just like here's what they do. Here's what they're called. Let's get to work. I love and, that. And they put fucking Starro. I mean, come on. Let's, they did Starro the Conqueror, right? And he looked great. Yeah. It looked but great. I, I, it that looked... might also be one of the best lines for the man in the chair who probably shouldn't be the guy in the chair to have him turn and say, we got to kaiju up in this bitch. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, right. I was like, this is the wrong movie for that, but thank you. Yeah. But I, I think I think that's what, like, all the people who were talking about box office and underperformance, and yeah. I personally think that has to do with them trying to keep it in the narrative in the world that film dies if we don't gatekeep. I don't think it really has anything. I also think it has, has to do oh, yeah, with... Nothing. Yeah, you're, absolutely. It it also has to do with the back end about, you know, budgetary reasons. It's like they get... Like, big studios get in the way of projects like this mm-hmm. and end up making it cost more money. Or... You know, when it comes down to are we doing practical effects? Are we doing CGI? Where are we shooting? How are we handling this? You know, when you start having to make them make the call that's saying you can't make us also eat the cost of what it's going to be to keep a safe set into the cost of making the movie, that they're doing everything that they can. But I think a movie like Suicide Squad does better than many of the other things that have been put to HBO Max, that you can have a solid, fun movie that's a known name even if the people in it aren't from the known from the property and have a good movie and you can put it on streaming i don't believe that they're counting streaming numbers i just don't well there's no way there's no way for them to to i mean there's i mean right how how do you do for yeah yeah. well again we're not going to go into the hbo max and the way that warner brothers did this this whole thing was dumb Mm -hmm. in the first place because they have no way of judging how much money they actually made off of just suicide squad Unlike Marvel, which, you know, does premium access and you can look, joke, joke all you want, but you have tangible numbers on what Black Widow did, right? So, But they can actually get the breakdown for the analytics, and I think well, that's another... No, 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 no. You, you, no, no, you can get the analytics for how many people watch, but how does that translate to money? Like, mm-hmm. if I watch Suicide... If They're I'm, trying to sell this. They've got a number. Well, no, no, what I'm saying is, like, you, in order to get that number, like, 
if if you already so bro, you already have HBO Max, so mm-hmm. you get to watch all of those movies. So how do you know somebody paid for HBO? How do you Max? measure? How do you measure the the Delta oh. effect of just this movie? Yeah. Well, got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You can, yeah. Okay. I got it. I got you it. You can't, right. You're not getting new buy-in every now, time a new movie comes out. Exactly. Okay. Now we've got the WB, and I'm not pointing fingers at them or Time Warner historically fudging their numbers. Right. Oh yeah. They'll and lie. So now they can say whatever they want to justify whatever decisions. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, you you can judge how many people watch the movie, yes. But unlike Black Widow, where you look, yeah, if you watch the movie, you know that's thirty dollars right there. You yeah. know, you know that you know that first watch is thirty dollars. So you can count okay, the first that's watch. Fair. And that's, that's what, fair. And, that, and that's what, I that's think what I'm that's, saying. But I think that speaks more to what we as people who go to movies need to do about showing what our priority is. Like, I I I was like, Suicide Squad is really good. Y'all should just watch it. It's on HBO Max. I know you're stealing somebody's password. You didn't even have to pay for it yourself. Just go watch it. But I think that's some, that speaks to us as an audience. Like, I get where Deepom is coming from about some of the complaints about what the Suicide Squad is and what it did at the movie and whether or not he was happy with it and why. Because that's actually based in legitimacy. And he's a comics guy. Like, sure. a big one. I'm a nerd. Sure. I mean, everybody on this podcast is nerds, but we all got our different bags that we sit, you know, which hills will die on. And I don't Mine think are, that you... Can... are 22 pages, yes. many colors, yes. But I don't think it's the wrong hill to die on when you're talking about your properties getting live action remakes and adapted to the screen, big or small. And I think the rest of us, like, I'm not attached to the Suicide Squad either uh, at all. Like, uh, I, I like the fact that Harley is in here. I think that she's actually an excellent anchor character. I think it's excellent character. I, I think that the reason that Harley was in this movie made it to where. Uh, John Cena and Idris Ilba stepped up their game for the the mockery and ridiculousness that was between Peacemaker and Bloodsport. I think it set off a different dynamic. I even think Ratcatcher and the energy between Bloodsport and Ratcatcher and what was going on with them and their issues was nice and sweet and all that stuff. And again, I will co-sign on watching a movie where Pete takes it directly to the face, where half his face is not there when it's not. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Shoot him in the face. If there's I'm any wrestling it. fans listening... I need you to really enjoy the next couple of weeks of John Cena. Amen. He's never coming back. He <laughs> I, yeah. can get paid and not get hurt to do so. He's now on the commercial voiceovers for the shows he used to be on. That's how much big John, how big John Cena's gotten. And I can't believe he's working house shows in Peoria right now. I think he's yeah. bored. But I, but I think the Suicide Squad, sp- squad speaks to a kind of movie that we haven't really gotten since the mm-hmm. 90s. They used That's to do true. these we used they used to do these kind of ensemble we got all these characters you don't give a shit about stuff for tv shows uh sun D- disney sunday freaking movies because disney's like we about to lose a copyright we need to do something with this mofo and we would get great ridiculous movies so i think maybe that's because that's where my energy came from with this and i'm i'm never going to be mad at a director who wants to engage in mayhem and knows he's gone over the, what's going to be the rating that his movie needs to be and he's like fuck it i'm gonna use flowers like we're hallucinating let's go yeah no i i, I think i mean this is the thing too like it, it, this is a film that also shows hey dc you can have fun with your films and have humor and still mm-hmm. be serious it's like you can get a range of emotions from this film you can mm-hmm. you can show that you can do humor and also you know be dead serious you have a really good moment here with harley quinn and uh realizing that maybe she dates bad guys you know 
That was and, such and, a good scene. Yo, no, it was such a great... It, again, another one of those... We're gonna shove... We're gonna shove our foot up the last film's ass. You know? And, just, and then start kicking people with it, right? It's like... Mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that... Uh, again, you, you know... You obviously have to put Harley Quinn on this film because then that's you know you know you have Margot Robbie she's your she's your she's your she's your box she's your draw right now she really is not your box office draw but she's the person who best embodies a, a character you have in the DC universe right now she just is see you know her also <laughs> I'm gonna say this again because it happened in Birds of Prey again it happened in Birds of Prey too um when Harley Quinn has your best fight scenes in the DC universe. And you have Wonder Woman right there, who's an Amazon warrior. Dog. I, I just, I just. See, so you see my larger problem. But no, but see, that's a, I, I, it's a larger problem, but not a problem with the movie, right? It's not I, a problem with this movie. You're right. I percent I'm, I was projecting some issues. Yeah. I like to revise my take on this movie. It was a very enjoyable movie. It was a lot of fun. The action is top notch. I, I apologize for being a gloomy Gus earlier. However. You see my problem. Yeah. No, you're yes. right. Okay. right. No, 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 absolutely. Ab- absolutely. It's been there. Like, again, I mean, so you never saw Birds of Prey, and I'm not going to say you should, but she's, she, she, has a, she has a scene with a bat in that film. You watch that scene, and then you go back and watch Wonder Woman 1984, and you're like, who the fuck? What the fuck are you guys doing? What the fuck are you guys Just doing? Just go find, like, go find Quinn, the supercuts. Like, yeah. Go find the supercuts, Steve Harley, Harley, and you Harley didn't Quinn, the you like, I'm like, Harley Quinn could give Wonder Woman in the DC Universe the business. Like, it's not even a close fight. And I'm like, when we're talking about, when, when, when that's your problem, right? That's when you have a problem. You're like, when, what? Are you serious right now? Yeah. But I'm hoping yeah, that this your goddess right. should not, you should not have questions about whether or not your goddess character <laughs> could get her behind handed to her by a girl who jumped into a vat. Which, uh, by the way, I did hear else. that apparently the scene with the key and she did it herself. Margot Robbie did yep. that. Actually did that. I think it was one take two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. God bless her and her Pilates instructor. Yeah, that's very, God very, very, very fucking impressive. But again, this goes to this idea of you have someone now who loves that character clearly, you know, and you and can turn use down that. other pretty, pretty roles to stay that character. Yeah, you use that. And so and again, one film at a time. I, what I'm saying next is not that they're going to do this. It's what they should do. You use that. You continue this path, right? You continue this path. You have some other movies coming out. Um, and hopefully you've done the same thing where you're getting people that really want to be those characters and can also are also good in the roles. Listen, Jason Momoa loves playing Aquaman. I'm gonna be honest, I still think he's a bad choice for Aquaman. You know, that could have been how James Wan had him directed, and then I think he can act better than what he was directed to do in that film. So we'll see. But like, let's. I know it's it's tough. I, I, I don't know. No, it's just I. I'm sorry. It's just they made the sword and the damn stone meets the Little Mermaid. I don't really. Right, no, no, I know. So you talking about? Yeah, that's fair, what I'm saying. It's, what no. is Aquaman besides that? Yeah. Well, I'm, and, and again, I think there's there's a good movie there, right? Again, the problem with that first Aquaman film is three films in one, right? So the uh, I, well, one I, of the problems. I, I one I of the hate problems. That I'm gonna really the problem with that is how. Most people got introduced to Aquaman and then they rolled back and that's not the guy they met in his movie. That's well, the real problem. We didn't, I mean, yeah. again, we didn't need, okay, yeah. I, so again, Supercuts, I, we didn't need 
Aquaman's origin story. Yeah, you're right. You're That's right. the actual problem with the entire movie. None of us needed the or- origin story. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, uh, again, and this goes to what Deepon was saying. This is the larger problem with the DC universe, right? You Deepon's need you right. need a in in you need a story. You need an overall story. You need you know what are you trying to do? What story are you trying to tell? And maybe it is. And again, this is where uh, and I, we've been saying this for a while now. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just tell a bunch of one-off interconnected story. You connect them when you can, and you call it a fucking day. And honestly, at this point. I'm at that point of fucking why not? You got there a multiverse, go. just mm-hmm. fucking. But, but, if, just, but if you're not going to do that, the, an old Hulk Hogan story that I always, Hulk Hogan's the worst person, but good story. Anytime they'd tell him about a match or a plan, he'd say, okay, then what's next? I always wanted to know the next step for his character, what the next plan was. There's never a what's next. The, apparently, their what's next this time is ask James Gunn to do everything. Which also bothers me on a whole different level. Whole different level. They learned nothing from what just happened. Um, right, because that's what they do. You kind of don't want your director that's to be the, like that, right. You need, you need, you need, you need an executive producer, right? You need an executive producer. But Chris, you forget Matt Reeves' Batman is still coming out. Like, <laughs> no, it is. But again, and again, maybe this is that whole thing of. It's not like they, they already said that the Joker film was an Elseworld. So maybe this Batman film they're doing is his own work. Whatever. I, I love, I'm i sorry. I don't care that, until the Joker I don't care until the end of time. They're not. I refuse to allow them to just retcon all of the marketing to try to say that they were Elseworld. Elseworld. They're full of crap. Crappity crap. I don't No, you're right. No. You're right. But like at some, <laughs> no. but here's, here, here's the problem. There's nobody up top in charge with that clearly says this is the direction we're doing for a phase or we're doing this like nobody knows so they don't uh, actually care about these movies no and they don't no no you're right they don't they don't so at some point we got to figure out how so that when you so you can enjoy something like the suicide squad how do you enjoy it without constantly thinking about and i hate to say it thinking about what's next or how it fits into a larger world at some point we're going to have to figure that shit out because mm-hmm. they, they, they're not, you know, and I don't want to, Hey, maybe Matt Reeves Batman film is good on its own. Right. So should we then hold it like, you know, down because I, I don't know. So look, if Matt know. Reeves wants to pull a Christopher Nolan and do a perfect trio of movies, fine, do it. Have perfect. at it. What? I meant his own little definition of a world that he creates. Negro, we not going to have the conversation about how you feel about that trio of movies by Christopher Nolan. We have only got so time, so much time in one night. Listen, I didn't mean as in perfect movie. I meant his own little perfect. Right. Like, you can have your problems with Christopher Nolan, but he had a I point do. with all three movies from beginning to the end. Mm. I have my own problem. He did. I didn't say it was a good point, Negro. I said he had one. Mm. We're not going to get into that. But if Reeves wants to go over there and say, this is what I'm doing, these are how my arcs are, and this is what my movies are going to be, fine. Just don't try to freaking tell me that you got a plan that feeds into the bigger world. Just don't tell, don't, don't, don't let them let, don't let them tell I'm you that so lie. I'm so excited for Harley Quinn to be the big bad in the sequel. <laughs> I think I, I might, I might need more alcohol than I'm allowed to have in a lifetime. But, I, but, I like movies where I don't feel like I need to figure out what you're doing because you know what you're doing. You're you're right. I I really do. And I mean, 
I get it. A lot of, I mean, I also like the fact that some of the scenes in this movie just really reminded me of a bad Cynthia Rothrock. Like when they were in the woods and in the jungle, going through the jungle, and they were just shooting first and asking questions. I was like, this is going to be a bad idea. It's a tight little movie. It's a fun movie. There's so many, like you said, great laughs. It's it. It's for me. It's a perfect standalone DC movie. Chris, you nailed that part right. If they can just say this lives in amber, no one touch it before or after. Just let it live. I mean, so if if we get a set Suicide Squad side quest every couple of times throughout, that they're not really trying to feed back into the thing because it's like someone walked into the bar and asked the bartender and he gave him a quest. I'll, I'll take it. It's the first twenty minutes of Transformers the movie. Let's clear the deck for some characters. Yeah, I'll take it. But could we please convince someone in high Hollywood to stop licensing Pixie songs? At, especially if they're only going to license the same Pixie song for all. I, I actually agree with that one hundred percent. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I mean, also, did... King Shark for all your Oscars, whatever you can <laughs> award King Shark, deliver unto him that which is King Sharks. I hate you so much right now that you are so excited about King Shark. What's your favorite more, character from this, Chris? More, 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 more dumb, more dumb friends. <laughs> <laughs> He's like num num. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a single uh, favorite character. Like I said, I think they, I, I like, I like what they did. I like scenes. Like I said, the, the jungle scene where they shoot up. The Ugh. enemy. <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah, the side quest with very little information. Certain yeah. assumptions have to be made. Well, and again, you know what? You know what my favorite character is? I actually like what they did with Amanda Waller here. Make her that she's a fucking villain. Can we stop trying to make it seem like she has a heart because she doesn't? She played a little camp for me in a couple of scenes, but I, I agree. I love Waller. I like this portrayal of Flag that so much better than last uh, movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They really redeemed that character. And is that Joel McKinnon? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, really well done. I thought he did a really good job. But what? I, how is how is Amanda Waller supposed to be anything other than camp? Like, like I on God, scary. I want her to actually be. You not scared of her? When she there was a scene there. There's like two or three scenes where I'm just like, okay, we went. To, this is a step too far. I thought I, I don't know. Maybe it's me again. Like I said, I want to be scared of Amanda Waller. I don't want to be like laughing at. Her. Okay, because I think, I mean, it might just be who you are as a man <laughs> and a person wow. Wow. where your levels are set because uh, they're, I'm like, you should not, like, like Amanda do everything she said she'd do. I don't think it's campy. Like, I think my favorite line in both movies is when someone's tried to question her. She's like, you have no idea what I will do. No, I like, so there are scenes where she played it like um, the understated Amanda Waller, terrified. But there's like okay. scenes like okay, right, before I get she gets, right before she gets hit, right before she gets removed from the equation. I okay, was, yeah, I okay. Like, I, was okay like, I get it. That, that felt a little, for me, that felt that a little un- too far. But beyond that, love okay. the performance. I love Got that it. she's alive. You bring her back for more of these scenes. Like, I, I, I love what they did with this movie in Amber. In Amber, okay. like, this is a really good movie. I'm terrified. Where that amber is broken, and they demand to make the universe fit. Something. Okay, we have to do like we do when we think about the Jurassic Park movies. There's only one. Yes. <laughs> Rocky Five never happened. No. I want to buy the Rocky box set, but I want to throw out the last two. I just die hard movies four. only happened in the trio. 
There we go. Okay, certain rules. These are the rules. And then you can just have happiness and joy and just kind of just go on with it and let it be vicious and gleeful and grotesque. But I do agree with you that there's that one moment. I didn't feel like that was something that, that Waller actually would have done. I think that, right. yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll okay. give you that. They had that a play pass. Okay, okay. Because that was one of the last big set pieces with her. It was, maybe that was the lasting impression I got. But you're right. They're, the, the scenes, all the scenes before that, I'm appropriately terrified of. Okay, fair enough. But I mean, I just I, I just couldn't get over how well John Cena and Idris Ilva played off each other because that was one of the things I was concerned about. Um, I was like, Idris yes. Ilva was a really good actor, and John Cena didn't get blown off the screen. John Cena is not a bad actor, I but he's know, also yeah, always very weird. Yeah, John Cena's actually really good at this. It's so <laughs> yeah. weird, to, but it's weird to admit it and like say it out loud and completely be earnest and like completely serious. But like, yo, John Cena may have found his ball. Okay. Well, did I you mean, ever? Did you finally get to see? Did either of you see Fast Nine, F Nine, whatever? I have not seen Fast Nine yet because I'm a bad person. I'm not seeing. Oh yet. no, you're not a bad person. I mean, you can wait for it. Uh, but there's just this one moment in there where all of the things that people think they're supposed to get is John Cena, the actor, are in that movie. Nice. And then all of the things that you think he shouldn't be capable of as an actor are also in that movie, but they are definitely in Suicide Squad. So I just feel like he's found his lane. It's not as narrow as people think it is, especially if they... Man. I mean, they give him somebody great to play off of, and they figured out how his humor works. I will watch Peacemaker again. Yeah. I'm I'm here for the I'm here for the TV show. There's a show coming, right? Yeah, he got Mm -hmm. he got got HBO Max show. So let's let's bring that on. Already filmed. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. He's impressive for me. I, I, he really, for the, at the level of actors that he was acting around, Cena really held his own. Yeah, no, I and I, like I said, I've, I've been a fan of him, him acting for a while now. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm 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 all on board with John Cena. Um, what would you guys give it out of ten? Eight and a half for me. I feel good about that. Eight, eight, let's go eight and a half. I feel like good about that number. I'm a, I'm a full nine. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, that's good. No, that's a I mean, good number. It's a good number. Um, like I said, I this film is this is what happens when you this is what happens when you give a film to a director who knows what the fuck they're doing, actually cares, and you get the fuck out of his way. I I, I started seeing. I haven't read a whole bunch of the press former, but I did see uh, once the the film started getting good reviews, that uh, people were like, "Yeah," even the cast were like, "Yeah," you know, James Gunn did like. There's a lot of James Gunn did the impossible, like from like WB execs themselves going like, yeah, we thought it was an impossible script. And somehow he was able to, to do it and pull it off. I'm like, oh, you mean because I don't know, he's a actual director that knows how to edit his own fucking films and can 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 do it, can do his job. Like, you know, unlike the other didn't guy you had go before. back and reread edit this because he didn't like his first edit. Yeah. And it's and it's twelve hours. Really? It's only two hours and twelve minutes. So it's not the two and a half hour monstrosity that you guys have been putting out before. So he knew how to cut it down. Probably kept it under budget. And this is what, uh, yeah, yeah. This is what happens. It, it's like it's like the WB execs finally realized. It's like, oh wow, her huh. last relationship was toxic. Huh. This is what it means. To, I, this is what it means to be loved. I'm like. Yeah, you fucking that moron. That's what it means to be loved. Fucking, <laughs> fucking idiots. God, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, 
I just <laughs> they they get in their own fucking way, right? And so just, they're what? like, "Wow, we're, we're shocked. We have hey, he actually listened to us, and he 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 came in on our budget, and he didn't do a bunch of other shit like 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 Zack Snyder did." I'm like, "Yeah, because like, Zack Snyder get away with that shit, you dumb fuck." They, they don't even say Zack Snyder's name anymore. They say the other guy. The other guy, yeah, the other guy. Yeah, just, yeah. can we? Just I, so much. Everyone's like, it was way nicer on set than the other guy. Right. I just I I did see some of those and I just got the giggles. But I mm-hmm. I I do agree that I would appreciate it if if you're gonna be in the pop culture filmmaking business, I need you to have people in your line of hierarchy up to the executive producers who can actually push back and be heard by studios when you say no, that's not how this machine works. Because I just. I feel like we get so many bad or mediocre projects or we get so many people who shouldn't be given their head and then other people who get put into a stranglehold for what they're allowed or not allowed to do because people are making a kind of film and a kind of action film they don't bump kiss about. Hmm. And, and I think the Suicide Squad is a pretty good example of what happens when you have someone who's excited about the material who's not all the way wrapped too tight because James Gunn ain't right in the head, but who also understands that if he wants to make the movie that he wants to make, he has to pay attention to the rules that they're expecting him to play off. And, and so, yeah. And, and I'll say this too, because I know they're, they're talk about, Hey, give James Gunn everything, give him the keys, to everything. I will say this. I think no. James Gunn does really right. I think James Gunn does really well. You give him the weird characters. Right, the characters like you know he did a great job with the, with the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's done a great job with the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I don't need James Gunn doing I don't know Superman. No, I don't need that. No. That's not what that's not his lane. Keep keep find the directors you need and put them in the lane that they need to be in. Right, his lane is the weird. And you know what, DC, yes. you, have, you got plenty of weird out there. So keep using them for that shit. You know, it's like. I'll leave yeah. it at that. I so. mean, please don't, please don't put all your eggs in his basket, and not for, not just not for nothing, just as a creator, but as a person, he cyclically goes off the rails, and I just don't, I don't want the things that I like to be completely tied to a guy who might shoot himself in his foot again and have to go away for a couple of years to get himself right, so he stops saying dumb shit online. I, I don't, I don't want that guy. I don't want that guy in control of too many women characters who aren't completely insane like Harley Quinn, mm. if that makes sense. Harley works because Margot Robbie makes her work. As written, Harley Quinn does not work. Not the way that they have written her in this universe, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the combination of James Gunn having to deal with someone like Margot Robbie, who's reached the point where she's like, yeah, that's not the shit we're doing today. I think that's great. And um, if we can get more of that, I'm, I'm for it. But not all the eggs in the crazy man's basket, please. Well, and that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, I think there's also, Margot Robbie's earned the right to basically also say, you know, how many of those scenes were just, you know, let me do, I'll handle it here from here, you know? So. Yeah. Um, or like, what's the song y'all want to put on the soundtrack? Okay, I got something for you. <laughs> All right, um, that's our review for The Suicide Squad. You can see it on HBO Max. Uh, and um, you'll also hear us this week uh, coming up on Premium. We'll be talking uh, the first episode of What If on Premium. So stay tuned for that as well if you're a Premium member. Uh, Ro and I also have some other films coming out that we'll be reviewing on 
uh, movie trailer review. And I also just got an email that I also might be able to get a link for Candyman. So um, we hopefully we get that as well. So stay tuned. We got more reviews coming out. And uh, make sure you guys subscribe, movie trailer reviews, and iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. So until next time, we're out of here. Peace.